Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In season or off season, you and your car make a great team. Take care of it with Chevron with Techron for unbeatable cleaning and mileage. It's a winning play. Chevron, together ahead. 56 days. We're going to do it again for the first time in that number of days. Game balls coming up. We don't break. Right, that was a great job. We got it from everybody. Offense, big drive, defense, making a stop at the end. Don't we'll make these corrections. We're going to get better. We're going to stay without process, though. We're going to stay without process. All right, let's get ready to go. Call it up, though. Call it up. Call it up. Call it up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's time to present today's Game Balls with Travis, Seth, and OJ on the Fish Tank. <laughs> the way for that one on the yeah, fish tank. Buddy. Was, yeah, I was loving that till the very end there. You guys got your problem. Travis stopped dancing quick, didn't he? Tell? He stopped <laughs> he dancing. He was kicking he it. He was feeling it, and then it was like someone pulled the chair out from under. <laughs> Red light, green light, right there. Oh, I love it. I love it. Fifty-six days, Travis. Fifty-six for that days. moment. Fifty-six days for the fish tank reminder. Juice, game ball. Let's go, baby. Well, let's go. Starting from the beginning of the game, man. Getting my man involved. Finally, finally, Jay Waddle, man. Usually we get involved early. Forget about him. We kept him involved the whole time. But Jalen Waddle out there with eight grabs for 83 yards, 10 targets, along with 17. But what I liked even more is I saw, you know, not just the three- and four-yard routes. I saw the 10-yard out. Uh, you know, I saw, you know, more of a dig routes in there. We're starting to progress his distance on his on his routes, and I love that. I was looking for a double move at some point. Yes. You know what I mean? It's coming. Now it's coming. Get it ready. is coming. I don't, I don't know, know how not. much no, time there was Baltimore. for the double move. Baltimore is not coming. Yeah. <laughs> There's no double move coming, Baltimore. It's not, not, not for until after we play you guys, man. Get your hands out of my playbook. But, but it's going to – it's got to happen, man. Even if we get, you know, Jacoby or, or Tua on Thursday out on the edge, double move has got to be coming soon, man. But the fact that we're getting him involved down the field a little bit more, I'm excited for it because we know what this guy can do with the ball in his hand. Let's get the ball in his hands down the field so he can start running away from people, Big Seth. Ju- Juice, real quick, real quick. You mentioned getting some deeper pass targets. I thought he played a little more inside and outside in this game yeah. today. What does that do for a receiver to kind of open up their game? Well, you know, it tells me he's got a bigger grasp of what's going on with the offense because they're able to move him around different locations on the football field is key. Well, you got on him pretty good last week. I did. I, I hope he so. heard so he respo- heard, I, 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 It looks like he did, Juice. He <laughs> responded and got a game ball. He lined up correctly every time. You know, Gasicki wasn't motioning him over, man. And, I, you know, you take pride in it. Don't think that he didn't hear it. He, Obviously, didn't hear it from me. I but don't, don't think he did not hear it on, on on film. You know what I mean? I'm sure the whole team heard it on film about different things they weren't doing correctly. That's one thing that should have been corrected, and it got corrected today. Waddle ends the game 8 for 83 on 10 targets. So when he threw the football to Waddle, you get 8.3 yards on average. Seth, what do you got? Who's your game ball? You know, I struggled with this one because it's kind of hard to ignore what happened on the defensive side of the ball. And Emmanuel Agba was, I, I mean, certainly worthy of one. But I'm going to go with a guy who doesn't jump off the page if you look at the stats. Four catches for 54 yards, Mike Kosicki. But, man, oh, man, every play he makes seems to just be spectacular. One hand, right, one-handed catch here. Almost had another one-handed grab. Uh, You know, the play that he makes on uh, right after the two-minute warning hits at the end of the first half there, second and 22, he catches that 18-yarder, sets you up for a field goal. You get points. Travis is always talking about getting points on that final drive before the end of the half. And Mike Isicki makes that happen, has another big third down grab later, gets low, big guy like that. It's hard for him to get all the way down on the ground, and he grabs it in there. I just think that Mike brings so much to this franchise. He seems to be a great guy in the locker room. 
talked about the way Tua cheers everybody on. Who's the first guy to run down the field and cheer, celebrate somebody else's success? Mike Kosicki gets a game ball from me today. That was the second catch he had that looked exactly like the Aronde Gadsden catch from back in 02. And it was right about where that, that cutout of the grass was at the old pro player when they had the baseball stadium. And Edgar Rancheria would play shortstop right there. He's making that catch right in that area. Juice, you got to be so jealous of the gloves they have these days because this happens all the time. Yeah, you know, but see, the thing, and, and conversely, though, you see some of the drops sometimes with these gloves. Our gloves are great, though. You know, I started <laughs> off with some Newmans, you know what I mean? Then I had the Tactifies. We had the Tactifies where you pulled actually plastic off of them, and you could catch. I mean, you couldn't even – you couldn't even get the ball off your hands at times. <laughs> but then when you fall in that grass one time, you can't get the grass off of them either, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right. I got a break format here. Sean Wooden is blowing me up. He says that there's offensive bias right now. <laughs> I know Travis is going to correct it. But, Ogba, you know what, let's give him a – I really am not in a position to give out two game balls, but I'm going to do it until somebody tells me I can't. So, Ogba deserves a game ball as well, okay? Just for Sean Wooden. <laughs> Just for Sean Wooden, yeah, if nothing else, because he's listening to the show, I'm giving him all, all game ball. I know as well. we're in game ball. Woody needs to be quiet about that right now, because I was sitting beside Woody today watching the game, and he was blasting receivers that weren't catching some passes, but wouldn't give any heat to any DB to drop one, man. Mm. So typical bias coming from Sean Wooden. Mm. So I don't want to hear this defense, offensive stuff from Sean Wood. All right, we, all right. we might have spoiled the segment earlier by Four talking about Four catches and a game ball. There you go. Phillips and Ogba, because we weren't going to come back and do it again, so we kind of talked about them earlier. So they kind of, in a way, were in the game balls portion. For me, I am going to the defense, and I talked about them earlier too, but I don't give a damn. There's that word. I'm going to do it again. Javon Holland and Brandon Jones. The interception, I explained this in the earlier part of the uh, almost said podcast yeah. of the show that Jones makes the hit on Tyrod Taylor and Holland gets the pick. And they came into this game. I talked about it on drive time, and I'm really glad they made me look really smart in this instance because Brandon Jones had the most QB pressures of all safeties in the NFL coming into this game per pro football focus. And Javon Holland led all rookie safeties in pass breakups, and on that play, you get a quarterback hit from Brandon Jones. You get an interception, the first in the career of Javon Holland. You saw it there. They finished Jones, five tackles and a pass breakup. Holland gets a tackle, a pick, and another pass breakup, also on third down, which also Juice came on a play where they both blitzed the edge. These safeties were everywhere in this game today. It's critical. It's critical to our success. I think, and now the fact that they're interchangeable for the most part, you don't know which one's coming, which one's dropped back in coverage, and they're both able to play center field when we need them to, and they both tackle well. They both tackle really well. I mean, that's a great situation back there in the secondary. When you got 24, I thought they picked on Byron a little bit, though. Byron Jones got picked on a little bit today on some of the short routes, but at the same time, though, man, they were able to keep everybody in front, and our safeties had their backs. He bounced back in that second half, Byron yeah. Jones. He sure did, and Brandon Jones, didn't he also recover the fumble there at the end of the fourth yeah, quarter, really, to so Kind of that's the, the point. That's the point Sean Wood and I were talking about, where it could have been like if it wasn't a fumble, it should have been an interception right there. So we're talking about hands like DBs with hands, wideouts. He, he, he really went back to the one that Matt Collins could maybe had in the back in the end zone, mm. you know, or talking, you know. But or Shaheen. Shaheen should have had in the back of the Yeah, he right. did. Shaheen should have had in the back of the end zone. But Woody's talking about, yeah, that was an easier catch for Brandon that he probably could have had just in case it wasn't a fumble. Thank goodness it was a fumble, though, and he still got the recovery. He did. I mentioned – I forgot the fumble recovery, Seth. Where are you at? You're my stat guy. <laughs> I just gave him the fumble recovery. Wait a second. What are you talking about? I just gave him the fumble recovery. Just trying to pass the blame. You know where I was at? Table. I was in the lobby because the TV is not a TV anymore in here. <laughs> it's a whole other situation. So those are our game balls. Jalen Waddle. no, no, no. Jalen Waddle, Waddle, Mike Kosicki, and Agba. Since you gave out two, well, figure you know, Javon Holland and Brandon I, Jones. You saw, you heard them. I cowered to the pressure of Sean Wooden. You cowered to the pressure of Sean Wooden, but we got to get them in because we got a big victory here. It's been 56 days since we've given out game balls too. And also a little note to Javon Holland on the punt returns. I know he had the fumble, which you can't have, but can't ignore he, sho the fumble, he shows Travis. some shake and some wiggle on those punt returns as well. I thought he was very dynamic back there. Again, these rookies, these young kids, Jalen Waddle taking off kickoff returns and, and Javon Holland taking the punt returns. He winds uh, up in yeah. this game with three returns for 10.3 uh, uh, yards average, so 31 total yards on three returns. And just yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, and it's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but I was, you know, I was, I was watching that return. should have been a fair catch situation. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. You know, I know guys are always trying to make plays, especially young guys, but the most important thing when you get a punt return opportunity is protecting the rock, making the right decision. You know, one thing that will give Jimmy Johnson credit for, and I don't give him credit for much, is that, you know, he said He's in the always, Hall of Fame. Yeah, for somebody else, not for me. <laughs> not for me. He's making the right decision down there. Yeah. You got, if you're uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable, just get the hell out of the way. Um, you know, and, and right there I thought it should have been a fair catch situation. Even though he had a nice return on it, 
At some point, you got to protect the rock. You don't ever want to give it back, especially down there. How often do we see that happen where you think a guy should have made the fair catch, he goes ahead and makes a gutsy play, and next thing you know, he's turning it over. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, don't you fair catch, fair catch. Oh, good run. Oh, you found me. You should have fair caught it. That's right, how it always right. That's exactly what that felt yeah, like. That's yeah. exactly what that felt yeah. like. Just to kind of finish the point, we got a couple minutes here left in this segment. To kind of finish off the defensive point, I thought it was great to see Eric Rowe get that fumble at the end of the game there. And just this Dolphins to force fumble that Brandon Jones recovered. But just to see the Dolphins defense kind of get back to that pressure and just overloading the quarterback and offensive line and overwhelming them with just unrelenting pressures and blitzes. We saw it all game long, Juice. I thought they did a good job of using – Jones and Holland in the blitz, and, and Jerome Baker got involved. And let's give Baker some flowers as well for that pick. That yeah. was a hell of a play because his foot's yeah. on the sideline. He Brings has it back the in. wherewithal to bring yeah. it back in, and we're kind of confused. I thought you couldn't be the first one to touch it. We yeah, didn't yeah, know the talk rules. To me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that. I was thinking the same thing. I thought we might have got a new illegal touch right there. But I, I, guess. I think defense, you can do that. You, okay. can, you can reestablish and catch the football. Well, it wouldn't be an illegal touch, right? It would just would have been one incomplete. To touch it. Well, yeah, possibly. It's not right. a punt. Right. So there's, no, there's nothing gotcha. illegal but about it. But offensively, you gotcha. go out, right, Juice? You're done. Like, you can't be the first one to touch you if you Correct. go out at all. Correct. Unless, Unless they force yeah. you out. I only think in force out doesn't matter, I think. I think they can force you and you're done in this league, right? And it just erases your yeah, target. Man. We'll, target we'll get the rules, bug. That's not what we're doing. We don't get paid to do the rules, <laughs> Travis. We, we, we don't get paid to interpret them. I'm putting that on Seth's plate. That's, that's <laughs> you want to put on button? <laughs> well, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, the call for you right now. They ruled in an interception, right. so it's an interception. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's His sto- for the rest of time. That plays an interception. That's why you're the stats and rules guy right That's there. That's exactly right. 100%. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia Love or online Kia. at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score here from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 17, Texans 9. Feels good to say that. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Also, give your game day menu the perfect kick of spice with Old El Paso. Try recipes the whole team will love like slow cooker cheesy chicken, enchilada bean dip, air fryer beef taquitos, or carnitas mini taco bowls. Oh, Visit OldElPaso.com for Kill these recipes right and more game day favorites. Old El Paso Taco together guys we have joe kobe joe kobe jacoby <laughs> Brissett coming up here for you guys uh at the post-game press conference let's go ahead and throw it to the quarterback uh yeah it's awesome i mean we, we definitely needed one uh you know i think we did a good job in all three phases of the game uh came out and played well uh in, in certain spots of the game and, and uh you know hats off to us and, and uh you know they came out and played well too uh you know and really made it a, a 60 minute game like we knew it would be and um you know we just made a couple more plays than they did Uh, I mean, uh, we knew going into to Wednesday, uh, you know, that it was a possibility that I might play. Uh, and, you know, just preparing, obviously, like I'm the starter, uh, no matter what. And then, you know, got the call. Or call, or he just tell, he just told me he ain't called me. <laughs> Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, you know, me coming here knew that we had a tight end that could make plays like that, uh, and it's and it's no surprise because when you watch him practice and you watch him uh, on the side every time, uh, you know, when the defense is going, he's practicing those catches and he's making those plays. So, you know, it's no surprise. I mean, obviously, it's, it's crazy when he does it in the game, but uh, you know, uh, you know, not to say that we expect those plays from Mike, but it's it's uh, it's a reason why his hard work is paying off in those in those times. So the confidence is there when you're throwing it like that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Jacoby, when you get that, not call, but when you get that confirmation from Coach that you're, you're starting, what are the immediate thoughts that, that go through your head? Uh, this is what I worked for. Pretty much is, that's it. And then just go do what I do. Jacoby, is there sort of a feeling, as much as you want to celebrate this, you know, with the game coming up in just four days, is there a bit of a feeling of, hey, we can't do this? Oh, no, hell no. I mean, uh, for sure. No, not even that. You could answer that question. Uh, you know, obviously, but it's still a win in the NFL, which is hard to do. So, you know, we should be happy about that. Obviously, it's a short week, and then, you know, we just got to find a way to bounce back tomorrow, uh, you know, watch the film uh, and get better from there. Do you expect him to start Thursday? Uh, I'll throw AUN if I get the call. What did Brian tell you guys after the plane? Who is Brian? All right. <laughs> you know how many Bryants we got in there? <laughs> yeah. Coach Flo. Uh, you know, I mean, he said good job on the win, short week. Um, 
get ready to, to turn the page tomorrow. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, and, and, the, and the thing is, they've been doing it a lot this year. Uh, you know, it was, it was just, it was good that we were able to make another play uh, to help, uh, you know, reward those guys. Uh, you know, I thought they did a great job uh, getting us the ball with short fields. I mean, the, the end of the second quarter was big. You know, I mean, that was pretty much not saying it's the game, but it was the swing in the game to, you know, to, to springboard us into, you know, being comfortable, not comfortable, but being able to, you know, play football in the, in the second half. Uh, you know that that we're together. Uh, you know, and there's no quit in this team, no matter what. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of guys that you know want to go out there and win, want to play their best. And um, you know, I mean, hard as it is to say, I mean, obviously turning the ball over and some of the other mistakes, but you know, guys are straining to do the right thing and, and make those plays. And, and and at some point, they're going to start to flow, which they did today. Obviously, we got to win, so they flowed enough over the cup uh, for us to win. Uh, you know, we're going to start to clean up a lot of those errors and and, and and mistakes, and then those more plays will be made. So, Seth, my press conference consigliere here, man, uh, played well in all three phases, talked about getting the call on Wednesday that he might play and wound up getting the call that he was going to start the game. Talked a bit about Mike Kosicki there. What would you think from Jacoby Brissett after the game? Uh, I mean, the thing that stood out to me the most is what he said at the end. Is What does this tell you? He said that we're together. Yeah. And that is, more than anything, the biggest concern when a team is struggling. And when you lose seven in a row, and not just seven in a row, Juice, but with all of the noise that has been circling around this team, trades, not trades, picks that worked out, didn't work out, obviously the losses, people who aren't performing, you've got a polarizing quarterback. The fact that the person who led this team today on the field as the quarterback says we're together, yeah. that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, and I, 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 that's what I was feeling earlier. I was thinking that, you know, the outside noise hasn't affected this team. They're still going out there and they're they're trying to play to get together and fight, trying to find a way to, to win football games, man. And and that's all you can do. There's nothing else you can do, man. What else are you going to do? You're going to what? You, you, you know, fold up tent? Well, you know, sometimes that happens, though. You've seen that happen in other places, Juice. Yeah. You, you know that with our leader, with Brian, you know, <laughs> which Brian are you talking it's about? Not happen. Yeah, a lot of them Brian's oh, in here. Good Flores. Good Flores. Okay, Flores. Okay, okay. You know, it's, it's not gonna, it's not, it's not gonna happen with this team. You know, and uh, he, <laughs> and that happens when you have a hell of a leader at the top, man. And that's what we have. And the rest of the guys, you know, continue to be leaders on this team, and that trickles down from room to room, coaching staff to coaching staff, and it really starts with up at the top. Now, if you can continue yeah. to have these leaders in every single individual meeting room. You know, they'll, they'll bond together. They'll band together, and they'll go out there and play hard for each other. This team – now, one thing I will dispute with Jacoby is that offense, they really – they played okay early, but then at the, at the end they really didn't play well. I'll give special teams and defense – Five, twelve game balls, but at the same time, no man, they, they still found a way. We to gave win. offense two game <laughs> balls in here, though. Well, individually, individually, okay. okay. Individuals. No, I mean, they turned the ball over four times. I mean, we Somebody can't ignore five points. times. Well, I'm saying special teams turned it over once, but the, but the offense yeah. turned it over four times, gotcha. so that can't be ignored. Gotcha. And there were some issues with the offense. And we got shut out in the second half. Today. Yeah, you got shut out in the second half. You know what I mean? So that's that's never a good thing either. But at the same time, though, it doesn't matter. Like we talked about, he's a winning quarterback. What's his What's his stat line gonna say as as a quarterback? You know, dub. he got a dub, you know, he's got a dub as a starting quarterback. And uh, I just love the fact that we get a guy on, you know, that's our starting quarterback this week. And, uh, you know, he's able to be up there and, and, and have some fun with it. How many times, Seth, have we seen, we listen to these pressers and it's like, man, it's like, man, I just want to go out and maybe I don't, I don't kick my dog. My dog will kick my butt, you know. <laughs> but it's like, it seems like it's so dreary, yep. you know. There's a little upbeat today, man, and they, they have a right to be upbeat. You get a win in the NFL. Win. You, you, you have a right to be upbeat. I was going to say, I've never really seen Jacoby's press with, with Indy or, or New England, but he does seem pretty happy to be back in South Florida. He's always pretty jovial at yeah, those press conferences. Sure. You mentioned his stats. He finishes the day 26 for 43. That's 60.5%, 244 yards, a touchdown, two picks, but four sacks and a fumble lost, 64.5 passer rating in this one. And you talked about the guys being together. Just kind of finish that point there. I thought we saw that at the very end of the game when they got that fumble recovery. All the guys kind of came together and were, were dancing together and yeah. celebrating and jumping on each other. That was fun to see. Of course, Christian Wilkins leading that charge. Of course. And of good course. to see him back. He, he got nicked up a little bit in the fourth quarter, and I was kind of worried about him, but he came right back He came back right up back there. in, yeah. He's never missed a game in his career. Christian Wilkins is the best. 
Love that dude. Love his pr production. Love everything about him. So we'll talk more about uh, Juice mentioned the offensive line. There maybe a Seth I forget. Someone talked about it. Was it. Me. We'll talk about the <laughs> offensive lines. Scores around the league in a crazy week in the National Football League. I always make this joke that the NFL writers, like it's an actual show, are <laughs> on one this year, and they're definitely on one this year. It's been a crazy season. We'll talk about all that and more. But for now, get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Miami, 17-9. The Dolphins take this one. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much, much more only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. I had some friends in town this weekend, and they drove by that thing, and they were blown away by the Hard Rock Hotel down there right outside of Hollywood. So good stuff there. Let's go ahead and get to the Around the NFL scores for week number nine already. Dang, it's going by quick. Give me the music. Let's go ahead and hit these scores. You heard the Dolphins won this one, 17-9 already here at Hard Rock Stadium. Earlier games the today, the Colts kicked off the week, beating the Jets 45-30 on Thursday night football. The Browns took down the Bengals in the battle for Ohio big time, 41-16. The Broncos surprised the Cowboys 30-16, and Dak Prescott's return to the lineup. The Falcons went on a walk-off safety, I think it was, 27-25. I could be wrong on that, but I think it was tied late in that game. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. The Giants win 23-16 over the Raiders. The Patriots continue to show Sam Darnold ghost in a new city 24-6 as they take down the Panthers. The Jaguars 9-6 over the Buffalo Bills in a baseball game. The Ravens 31, 34 rather, 31 in overtime over the Minnesota Vikings. Currently the Chargers and Eagles tied up at 10 in the third quarter. The Chiefs are up 10-zip on the, uh, the Aaron Rodgers list. Green Bay Pat. And guys, we talked a lot of positives today. Real quick, podcast. Travis, it was a field goal. It was okay. It was a field goal. It wasn't. There wasn't a safety. But damn, I look at this. New Orleans put up 22 points in the fourth quarter in that game to make it even competitive. So yeah, yeah, no, no safety there. But it's all good, bro. I'm glad you saved me because I was looking at that. <laughs> I, I started to say it. I thought, nah, that didn't sound right. I, I thought it went to OT. I saw it went by two, but they didn't. We're watching the Dolphins game. We don't care about anything. That's else. right. I literally go off my phone and read those for the first time to you guys. So give me a break. <laughs> That's so, right. That's I'm right. just messing around. We were we were very positive on this show. And we tend to be that way, but we also like to point out things that didn't go well. Correct. And we're going to do that on this, I thought, on several occasions. Plays were just quite, not quite there because of some offensive line breakdowns, Juice. Yeah, there are a lot. Um, it's, it's sad at times. But, you know, I think our game plan at the beginning was really rough. And I was talking to – I was going around the stadium all day today doing uh, some different visits and stuff. So I didn't see as much of it as I wanted to, but I did read a lot of stats. We tried to, we tried to middle the field running the ball a lot today. We tried to pound the middle from the beginning Average of the game. Average less to, than two yards. Dude, it, was, it, was, it was not good, man. And I don't know if that could be our – that's not our strength. No. It's not our strength, man. For one, But it was their weakness, Juice, and I think that maybe, you know, that is that but has to be part of the reason why they you tried to do that. You have to try that. it, but damn, you gotta adjust. Do, you, do you continue trying it? Yeah, I mean, what's going on with our – we got little scat backs. We got scat backs. You run scat backs between the tackles? I wouldn't run my scat backs between the tackles. And then – it kind of hurt us, you know. We saw Miles with a fumble, with a yep. rare fumble, putting it on the ground, you know. But I, I think that that's, you know, that's some of the things that we have to address. I also saw some immediate pressure of Jacoby. Jacoby, you know, couldn't even get going yeah. at times with the offensive line. You know, some of the same things we've, we've talked about before. So we've got to address all those things, of course, because we always get accused of being all positive when there are some negatives in the game. That's definitely a negative that we had to deal with today in terms of pressure. The turnovers, you said four offensive turnovers, one on special teams. That's, that's another negative. But when you talk about a lot of those turnovers, some of it's pressure-related, decision-making related, you know, uh, for, for Jacoby. So there's some things that really, really need to be addressed. We should have blown this team out, but then again, they could have blown us out too if our defense didn't step up with those turnovers that our offense created. You talked about it earlier, Travis, given the, the Texans short fields, you know, twice. Yep. And the defense held up, held them to field goals. Those are huge deals right there. But the offense cannot put the defense in those situations. The special teams cannot put the defense in those situations. Defense. Honestly, we should revisit the game balls and the whole defense <laughs> should get one instead of – Did Woody text you too? <laughs> well, Woody, man. You know, I, I, I got more to talk about Woody, but I won't say it on air. Hey, the next game ball goes to Matt Wilson back in the studio. We already promised him that. So if we get one more game ball, it goes to Matt Wilson producing the show. Seth, before you jump in here, I want to go back to a couple points that you made. Uh, you mentioned the stats. Like, that's definitely indicative of how poor the rushing performance was in this game. But I thought at the end of the game, we talk about this, and you've mentioned this several times, how – 
the game just it gets away from the Dolphins at the end of a few of these instances, the yep. Jacksonville game, the, the the Raider game, the Colts game. And part of that is because they haven't been able to close the games out. And I thought today was another example. They get the ball back twice, and it's it's Miles Gaskin for no gain. And then uh, or they, they pick up a first down, then they go Miles for four, Miles for three, incomplete pass. They get the ball back again, Miles for no gain, Miles for a one-yard loss, and then Miles for a two-yard gain. It, you're not going to close out games when you can only rush the ball one or two times. Go back to the Falcons game here a few weeks ago. We had to get a stop, and we knew they were going to run the ball three times in a row. They got 10 yards and a first down, which moved the chains, and that put the game away. I was actually going to ask you about that. So we were running over here to get from the press box to the to, to the studio, all right, to the studio here, <laughs> the Larry Zonka studio. The Travis air quotes. Uh, at, at the sta- that's right. I did oh, use right. the Travis Wingfield air quotes. <laughs> and, and so, Juice, I want to ask you about this play because I think you were still out there watching it, and Travis and I were listening to it, and then we tried to go look at the television. The Texans are out of timeouts. I thought, and this is where Travis and I sometimes disagree, he, he's very aggressive with his play calling. He wants the offense to win the game, and I totally understand that. But to me, I would have tried to run it one more time to Gaskins. I know we weren't having success there, but they can't stop the clock. You, you run another 30 seconds off there. If you convert, great. Then you just you know, you're, you go into victory formation from that point uh, once you get to the two-minute warning. But they don't convert. They throw the deep ball, not a high percentage pass to Matt Collins. And, and I don't know. What do you think about that call? Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a tough call to even to talk about. I think at that point our defense was playing really well too. Uh, you know, I, I, it's time and place for everything, correct? Yeah. So time in that game right there, if our defense wasn't playing well, you might try to go for the jugular right there. But since they are, punt it down. Put our defense on the field and, and try to make a play. But this is one that I think they this punt is, it, but I just wanted to run more time oh, off. No, the no, clock. no. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about run it and then punt it away. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Even game <laughs> balls to go. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I think game management is a huge deal when it comes to you know games like that. We but see. Let's let's go back to week one against New England. When we put that four minute drive together to put it away. We if we convert that, then what would you be saying? What would we say then if we convert that? That, that well, anybody third, can play the result. Talk about on a on a if a, on a run play or whatever it is, and it's always good. We always I mean, that's what everybody. Everything about this for sure. post game is always hindsight. For sure, for you sure. I'm I mean? just saying, if you don't can even if you don't convert it, the right. clock can't stop because they're out of timeouts. Correct. And so we gave them a timeout. But there. you that's won't. All I'm you will saying. not get to. I mean, it'd be close to two minutes. But you're you're right. With no timeouts left, that you get to at least run thirty seconds off well, the clock. There's three twelve left in the game, so we'll, they'll get the ball before the two minute break, and then we'll go from there. Right. But anyhow, back to your point, run it, even though running wasn't working very well for us. I mean, the, num- the numbers show that it wasn't working oh, very well. Clearly. The numbers all year have shown it's not working <laughs> very well for us. We've had a couple games where you get 100, 150 yards rushing, but, I mean, this were they, the, the Texans come in as the, the worst. second well, worst. Close defense. to it, almost 150 I, giving I, up I mean, a game. Golly. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, so you got to try it. That's a little but, disappointing. But why are we still trying it with, with our smaller backs between the tackles? That's well, who else question. are you going to try it with? Try it outside a little bit with our smaller Oh, I see backs. what you're saying. So it's not the smaller backs you're questioning. It's Correct. where they're running them. Well, Jared Dokes is drafted in the seventh round this year. He's in the practice squad. Yeah. Might be an option there. Yeah, well, we had a lot of options. We thought we were going to be our big guys. And Malcolm Brown's on the IR right now, and Jared Dokes in the practice squad. So it is Patrick Laird, Savon Ahmed, Miles Gaskin going Give it to Laird, right man. What's my man Laird going to get some opportunities? White Lightning. The intern himself. We've got to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score, 17-9 from Hard Rock Stadium. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Miami Dolphins are coming to a Publix near you with giveaway items, cheerleaders, alumni, and more for the first ever Miami Dolphins tailgate tour. The next stop is this Wednesday, November 10th from 4 to 6 p.m. at Publix Publix at Plaza del Parizo, located in 15,000 Miami Lakes Drive, east in Miami Lakes. Be sure to check that out. Did I pronounce that right, Seth? You good on that Publix one? you did, yeah. for sure. The, not the, uh, you did better than Joe Rose. I don't know if anybody heard Joe during the game. He was struggling <laughs> with that, man. Jimmy was getting on him. He had a rough one. And Joe was normally the master at those reads. I just want you to know I learned Doral, Doral, Doral. I'm on top of that one now. So <laughs> never, have that never again. It's time for the Lexus Drive of the Game is brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to experience amazing a 12-play drive for 80 yards, 5 minutes, and 59 seconds off the clock. And it got started with a reception from tight end Mike Gesicki. Play action fake back to throw. Gets the only one. What a catch. Another one-handed grab that's just a highlight reel. Well, I tell you what, they might put Mike Gesicki on ESPN all night tonight. Some of these catches he's making, tight coverage, too. A gain of 18 yards, and it's just 
great reception. Um, I don't know what else is going on around the league right now, but for the top ten tomorrow morning on Sports Center, Joe, one of those two catches yeah. by Kasicki has one to one be on the so there you have it. Mike Kosicki was making one-handed snags all day long. First quarter of the drive of the game, whenever the heck, 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 heck else it was. Easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about three of them Goodness in there. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but, yeah, this was a drive that the Dolphins kind of got things going, and we saw it. It's been the case all year. They score early. They kind of start to find a way, find their, their footing in the fourth quarter as well, and that was the case again today. So the Dolphins get that early touchdown drive to put themselves up 7-0 and take a lead they would never relinquish. And Juice, to kind of go back to this point here, this was a good mix of, of run and pass and kind of spreading the football around. And I told you off air a little bit that I, I was impressed with some of the action the Dolphins did. This game, this drive rather, ended with a Miles Gaskin touchdown plunge and a Wildcat call. They had some Gaskin and Ahmed in the backfield at the same time type of formations. We talked about Waddle getting more usage and kind of hitting those out routes. I think the next move is that stutter and go or that out and up or the wheel route, whatever it might be. But in this game, I thought Miami mixed it up pretty well offensively, and it began on this touchdown drive. Yeah, bro, I was a little worried about that first series. That first series was a little rough, man. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again against a team that I thought we were definitely going to try to establish a run, and we tried that, and we got stuffed and stuffed and then, you know, incomplete pass or whatever it might be. But that next drive was definitely special, and they did mix it up so many different ways, doing things that we haven't seen before. But maybe they had the Wildcat plan, you know, if that drive, that first drive could have lasted a little bit longer, you know, down the road, get close to the goal line, we'll go to Wildcat. But they definitely put together in this drive right here, uh, the drive of the game, that 12-play drive. And you, we always talk about when you go for 12-play drives, not necessarily going for 12-play drives, so many bad things can happen along the way, but they were able to capitalize on this one with Miles getting in the end zone, man. And when you chew up, what, six minutes on the clock, you know, you got a team, a defense has been on the field for a long time, count, talking about the Texans. It's still, even though it might have been a cool morning waking up, I was down that field in this damn alumni jacket. I was sweating <laughs> so bad. You look good in it, Juice. I think you need to wear it to every game. I, I, I might I like have to. I might wear it with shorts and some flip-flops <laughs> next time, but at least the, the, the jacket's the that reason we get to wins. You know what I mean? But I, I love the way they put that drive together, especially after the first one, and putting it in the end zone. You know, that, that's key, man. So what a great drive. 12 plays, that'll eat, that'll eat a team up. It'll eat, it'll eat some clock up, and it's what you – and it's great confidence builder for your offense. And rewarding your defense who comes up with the big interception, yeah. right? That, yeah. So that's how you get the ball back. There's nothing that I love better than you turn turnovers into points. Right. And, and thankfully, Houston couldn't get that done today because there were plenty of opportunities. <laughs> they only came away with six points off of five turnovers. But, you know, when that play happens, when you're two guys today, you're two game balls today, right? You get Jones, Holly, get the interception, and they do it. 12 plays, march down the field. And, you know, who in Miami doesn't like to see a little Wildcat action? That's, that's <laughs> where it began, right? And as far as the NFL goes, is right. here in Miami back in 2008 against the New England Patriots, a good time that was, a good season that How do you was. I remember the years, man. I can't remember. Every year that's why I'm here, a blur, Juice. bro. That's why I'm here, brother. He didn't get hit over the middle quite as many times as you did. Ah, you see how big I am? My football career ended at a very young age, Juice, as you can tell. <laughs> but don't ask him about his baseball career now. <laughs> <laughs> That lasts last a lot longer. <laughs> Taking myself out of games as a, as a youth in the baseball field. Juice, your, your game ball, Jalen Waddle on that drive, an 8-yard reception, a 17-yard reception, a 12-yard reception. He really got going. I want to come back and talk about him more in just one second. But first, we've got to go ahead and let our, our station identify themselves. You're listening to the Dolphins' fifth-quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network. WQAM Miami, WPOWHD2 Miami, WKIS, WKIS HD1, and WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. Home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anajar and Mabine Accident Attorneys. So doing some more math here. 8, 17, and 12. That's 30. 37 yards on three receptions for Waddle on that drive. But, Juice, I wanted to come back to this with you real quick here because I thought that there was a play in this game that, you know, and it kind of brings back the entire previous segment, too, about the offensive line and protection and the inability to get vertical on this offense because there was a play where the Texans were in a too-high look and Waddle split them. And he, you could see the speed difference with him and those safeties when he just ran right past them. And Jacoby was looking that way. And I think that maybe off the top of the drop, if he lets that thing fly, he might have a chance to get it out there. But the pressure just didn't quite allow it. And so Waddle has to break off the route. Looks like he's open. Jacoby tries it again. But now the defender has time to recover and it's picked off. But man... I thought that play was just indicative of where they struggled to get deep because they can't quite protect for long enough for a guy like Waddle to get that 4-2 speed and stretch it out. Yeah, if you're going to go deep, you got to make that decision and, and, and make it happen. You can't do it late. You can't be rolling out trying to make it happen. And I, I think bottom line is, man, I don't see us with the philosophy that I grew up with if somebody's even, they're leaving. 
guy like Waddle, if he's even, he's leaving. So if you got safety that's still in their back pedal and Waddle's going full speed straight ahead, let one rip one time, man. We don't take those type of shots. And I don't know if that's, you know, per game plan, per practice, per what the coaches are telling our guys. We are very, very, as you all know, and maybe you don't know this, a very conservative team on what? offense. You know, I'm so news, news flash. Yeah, we're very conservative on offense. But, man, oh, man. You must be watching a different game than me. We've <laughs> got to take some of these chances, man. It, it really starts off the beginning. You know, me coaching high school football, that's one of the things I try to tell these kids right away. you got to start looking at it right away. Pre-snap read is huge. And I know Jacoby can do it. I know Tua can do it. But at the same time, you see these guys, and you see something develop that you want to see happen, you know, to, going to two, two high safeties, and you know you got a guy that's going to be splitting it. Let it rip one time, man. Not late in the game. Not late. I mean, not late that play, but let it rip sometime. We're way too conservative. But who? These quarterbacks are being told. And who knows what they're thinking when all of a sudden they got two guys that look like they're on a free release. Oh, it does seem that way. (laughs) I mean, that guy, there was a lot of that today. It was, you know, and the the play you're talking about, Travis, he came by and he said, man, Jacoby had him. That should have been a touchdown. And it. I said, he's got, you know, he can't throw that ball. And it's a shame. It's a shame because everything else was exactly what you wanted. It's what you've been waiting for all year. It's what Juice just called for. But, you know, when it falls apart, you still got to be patient, don't you? There's nothing more important out there than the football. That's what the game is called. I'm sorry, Seth. And one thing I do love is about watching the game at home because we can see the whole field. You know, and you you see it, the road games, you see it, you know, in your all 22, you're able to see the whole field. But when we're watching a road game, I always see the the TV copy or hear what's on. Zoom out, guys. Zoom out. exactly right. But when you can see it opening up, you're like, oh, throw it, throw it, throw it. And then it's it's dumped or, you know, they they drop it off or, you know, check it down. It becomes frustrating when you see these shot plays that are out there, and we don't take some of those shots. But I think what I think, hopefully, my 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 hope here is that they're starting to build some opportunities to kind of lull the defense into a false sense of security when it comes to Waddle, because there were some opportunities there in this game where we, we talked about Juice. He moved around, and I thought one of the things they did that they haven't done much this year was play him to the boundary, the short side of the field, where typically your safety help doesn't typically go that way, right? They usually roll to the field, and that's been Devontae Parker's position when he's been healthy is that ex-boundary receiver position, and he got over there, and he had some of those speed outs that are open. You turn that speed out into a wheel route, like you talk about, give him a chance, and, yeah. you know, Jacoby is more of a kind of get back there, see it, and then throw it. And two is more of a catch it, feel it, and kind of let that thing anticipate and get it out there early. So either way, it, it can you can build it into the offense and plan it that way. But I just think that if they're going to turn this thing around and, and string together a couple of victories here down the stretch, that they're going to have to find a way to get more explosive because these methodical drives with the mistakes they make, we talk about every single week, you're never going to make a living that way. Yeah, and I, you know, I do like those opportunities. I, you know I do. We talked about this. We, we talked about one of Mike Gesicki's one-hand catches you know, on the sideline. But then they check. I saw Jacoby check to another fade route, and he missed it. I like taking those chances right there, taking those opportunities. Anytime Mike Gesicki gets a one-on-one with a corner out there, yeah. or if it's a safety, man, give him, give him a signal. Tell him we're running fade well, route Well, it looked right like here. they tried to do that, yeah. right? And they missed the spot. Exactly but they looked right. like he tried yeah, to go right it, back it, to him early did, on. He did, and he missed it, threw it wide. Every single time. They want to give you that coverage. Go – Check to that fade route every single time until they put somebody or, or put two people out there and then we can work on the other side. So taking shots, is, it's coming. I think it's coming. I think Mike, I mean, Mike had a, he had a hell of a game. Over the middle, outside, big Game catches, ball worthy, Had you everything. <laughs> you know, he, but the, the finally. Just game ball. And, and finally for them to actually, you know, target him, you know, more often than not. We, we say it all the time about how they lose Waddle and they lose Gasicki, you know, second and third quarter and late in the game. They catch them early in the game. I think today they were more consistent getting the ball to Mike Gasicki, which was a key. For Eight the targets. Off- it was key for the offense having any type of success today. I'd be curious to see the, the drop number for him this year because we talked about drops a lot. I don't recall him dropping a football this season. I mean, he's so sure-handed, whether it's going to the ground, whether it's jumping up in the air and going over someone or a contested catch. He's just so sure-handed you can trust on – you can rely on him. He's trustworthy. You said that's well, the most – well, we, for man, well, come on. You know why, Travis? You know, man. It's Happy Valley hands, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all we do is we catch, we catch the rock up in there, man. That's what, that's what we do. And uh, he's, he's one of those guys that, that that hybrid, you know, wide receiver dude. All the wide receivers out of Penn State got great hands. Look at the ones in the league and the ones that are coming out. Jahan Dawson just broke one of my records again, man. 
Not happy about that, but <laughs> Hey, Seth, do you know who's playing for the share of the Pac-12 North title next weekend? Oh, here we I, go. I have absolutely no clue. <laughs> or interest. The Washington State Cougars, baby. We're who talking can, college Who can ball. we get from that team to put on my Dolphins next year? That's my question. You got somebody for me? No. Guys, no. guys, hold, wait a <laughs> second. What are we doing? This is our first win since week one, and we're over here talking about Pac-10. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I tried to bring it back to, you know, draft. Thank you. The draft next year. Man, can we bring it back to Thursday? You know, we have a game oh, on Thursday. Listen to this guy. If it, right. if it makes you feel any better, the quarterback for WSU went to the same high school as Tua Tungavailoa, so there's that for uh, you. There we uh, go. Okay. The Lexus Drive of the Game is brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to see, hear, feel, and experience amazing. So get to Lexus. Also get to your new Kia, get your new Kia, rather, with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 17, Texans 9. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, Brought to you by the Palm Beaches. From the electricity in the stadium to the highlight reel plays, there's nothing quite like Dolphins football. And this season, you can be there live to cheer them on as the official marketplace of the NFL Ticketmaster has you covered with the largest selection. .com slash Dolphins Juice. You talked about how cold it was today. That was a perk. was told to wear shorts to bow campers last night, Seth, and I was freezing my butt off. <laughs> it was cold. My family was like, we're out of here. You can hang out and do this. I had jeans on. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, just trust me. There's some, there's some wind off the water down there. But, alas, I put the shorts on and froze my butt off. So, there you go, Juice. Yeah, man, I, I, you know, I enjoyed the weather today. I still, man, still in the sun, though, man. You sit there in the sun. It's still yeah. a little rough down there. So, at least they did. Texans felt a little bit of the heat. You know, even though the temperature itself wasn't bad, that sun still maintained its gazillion degrees on it on their head so it was uh, and i felt the two of my bald head <laughs> seth's luckily inside protected from the yellow i was gonna say it was about 73 and uh <laughs> just perfect in the press box a little bit chilly sometimes it gets chilly up there fill the sweatshirt so on. now it should be nice again obviously a night game coming up should be nice and chilly there too right? perfect segue for our next topic here dolphins get to two and seven snap a seven game winning streak and they get just a little bit of time to enjoy it before the baltimore ravens come to town on thursday night back here at hard rock stadium this is going to be my first home game, home primetime game I'm covering for the Dolphins here. So looking forward to that. Not looking forward to the start time. I mean, West Coast was much better for primetime <laughs> games, 520 kickoff. The Ugh. start time's okay. It's, it's, it's the word, closing yeah, it's time. Correct. That's when things get a little bit rough. <laughs> yeah. so, so the Ravens come to town, and, you know, I, I don't like to try to predict things in this sense, but if you look at the what the Ravens have to deal with this week, it's a difficult turnaround for them, and I want to talk to you guys about the quick turnaround here, but the Ravens, an overtime game today, so they played you know an extended football game, short week on the road next week on Thursday night coming down here to South Florida. Got to get hydrated because even though it is a little bit chillier, still the humidity can, can mess with you, and you got to keep yourself ready for action. So in that sense, or that idea, Juice, playing on a short week, you played Thanksgiving Day game once yes, upon a time? Yes, a couple of them. Okay, so you know mm -hmm. what that's all about. How tough is it to get ready for a short week? It's, it is tough, and I think it gets tougher on the staff, coaching staff, because they really got to put two game plans together in one week, and then they got to try to draw from it, and then you kind of get confused with this is a Texans week or Raven stuff. So you really have – and they might even throw a little. They might have thrown a little bit of Raven stuff in last week just to get an idea of what they might want to do because you really only have a few days to get going for that game. And so they already have an idea what they want to do against the Ravens. Um, they'll look, obviously, at the game they played today. They beat the Vikings today 34-31, and they'll go back a couple other weeks. But um, they've been working on it already. They have to be working on it already because you don't have enough time after a game today and, 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 and to get ready for a game on Thursday. But it goes both ways. The Ravens are doing the exact same thing. They're going to have a short week. You know, they luckily they played at home today, right? And then they got a. I wish they had played on the road at Minnesota. Yeah, back had a back long road flight games. home, and then you know, then fly the here. Tries to look out for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I see, I see, I see. I, I, yeah, I don't. I'm, I wouldn't. That's not my team, you know. <laughs> but um, but it's gonna be a short week for both. So getting ready. And uh, you said it earlier, Travis. You know, we talked about Tyrod Taylor, what a nemesis he's been for us because the ability to run the football. Now they got to get ready for Lamar Jackson. You know, it's another guy that runs the ball very well. He actually ended up with some nice numbers today, uh, 266, but he also ran for 120. That's what he does, man. You know what I mean? He's so, a freak. So that's what we have to make sure. And he's coming home. And he's coming home. He's going to have, you know, and Ravens fans travel well, but he's got a, he's got a home crowd already that's going to be here too. So it's going to be a tough week. 
But you know what? You can build from what we did last, from, from what we did today, and get ready for a game like that. Are we as worried about, you know, there's no Brandon Cooks going to be out there this week. Are we worried about the receivers? Yeah, they got some nice receivers out there as well that go out there and play between Brown and Bateman and those guys. It's going to be tough. But I'm confident right now that our 24 and 25 and 8 and 29, our secondary, can go out there and make some plays. So it's, that's what's going to have to happen. But we got to tackle. Yes, yeah, 100%. I, I, think, I think Brian Flores is going to kind of take this as a personal challenge because if you recall the last time that these, these two teams played, it's Brian Flores' first game. It was a 59-10 to 10 beat down here at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, I, I mean, look, Baltimore has been, as you said, yep. a nemesis for this Dolphins team for quite some time. They're, they're typically physical. Yeah. They're typically nasty. They're well coached. They, they come in here with, with a mindset that has been uh, the type of team that Miami really struggles with over the years. And, and so I'm glad, guys, it's a Thursday night game. I don't like Thursday night games <laughs> under any circumstance, but if you're going to play one, you want to host it. That's right. You know, that's right. To, to that's not right. have to have that travel day, uh, you know, that's, that's really tough. Now, from the staff, the staffing standpoint, tell me about it. It's just the worst. Right? There's <laughs> nothing good about it. You know, the PR staff is going to be working all night. They got to get the press release ready for tomorrow. They got to get ready for the press conference. And next thing you know, they're turning around for game prep. They have to get a game release ready. You know, so Brett and the crew and, and he's and not Andal. sleeping this week. No, there's no sleep. And then you've got another late night game. And there's no, you know, there's no sleeping in on Friday morning. Right. You know, that's not going to happen. And while the travel day is tough on on the visiting team for the for the players and the coaches because you kind of lose a day of practice and prep from the PR standpoint you kind of like that travel day you know let me just go close my eyes on an airplane for a couple <laughs> hours or something right get to a hotel I can prep for a production meeting right. at the hotel that's not the end of the world so uh, you know it, it is tough on the staff and that's just from the PR standpoint I can only imagine what those equipment guys are going through oh, yeah, you yeah. know that the, the trainers are going to be working overtime because right. and you hope you come out of this thing healthy I don't know it didn't look like a whole lot of guys thank goodness I, th I think what, yeah I think I saw one guy one tight end I'm not sure if it Smythe was Smythe came off and came Smythe came back. Smythe, okay. and then, yeah. you know, I, the center, right, Max? So, yeah. so yep. you know, there was an issue there. But you're a trainer. But as you know, Juice, that whole hurt versus injured thing. Right. At this stage of the season, yeah. everybody's got something. There's going to be a lot of ice and stim and, and night treatments and all those things for the trainers. So everybody's working overtime for a Thursday night game. Two games in one week is a lot. for. Yeah, a and what I like about it is, that, you know, our starting quarterback, you know, Jacoby went out there and got a win today, but gave us those extra days for two. So he's got those 10 days possibly of whatever rest to get ready for. And you feel like he's going to play. I do. I, right. In this situation, if he was that close today, yep. I think he'll definitely be ready by Thursday. That's, that's my I thought as right. well. And just to kind of continue to that point on the Ravens there, you know, we talk about the idea of Lamar Jackson. You said 122 yards today. 120 yards. He, yeah. yeah, he's something. Him and Kyler Murray are just different players. But, you know, that also means that you have to contest with the idea of playing more man or zone coverage because, right, Juice, you play that man coverage, they run you out of it, and then the quarterback gets out. And right. You're in some trouble. And then their defense, though, it's kind of the same thing. They are one of the best man defenses in the National Football League, and you got to be careful as a quarterback. You, I think Seth mentioned this in the lunch bunch. I want to see – you said you wanted to see no big mistake from Tua. We thought he was playing this game. That has to be the case in this game. You can't have that back. Well, yeah, you're mistake. not going to win with five turnovers against the Baltimore. If you if you put a ball up they in, have seven. in harm's way, they're going to pick it off. That's how this defense operates. They are very very good. They're ball hawking a man team. So some of those crossers, those rubs, and get my guy Waddle into a foot race for once. I want to see it. Man yeah. coverage is a good chance to do it. My last point. I, I got a big smile. I don't know if you saw it earlier, Seth. You were talking about <laughs> some of the Ravens, kind of uh, their, the things they fall back on. They use analytics as much as anybody else in the National Football League. Ah. That's their go-to. They go for it on fourth down more than anybody else. Just want you to know that. If, you know, remember well, those games? Where we're, like, we're old guys. Remember those games where you <laughs> plug them in and the, thing, and the electronics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaking it? Travis would be okay with that if he just had a spreadsheet to tell you all the numbers. I like actually Left, left, watch, right, left. Yeah, I just want to watch some football and have guys make real decisions and make plays yeah. and not let a computer tell me how the thing's going to end up. Yeah, you know, when you, and you say that about them going for it a lot. When you've got Lamar Jackson with an RPO situation, Travis, I mean, it's, your chances are a lot better than most teams that don't have a guy like and, that. And to that point, though, you'll see the, some of the sideline shots because the Ravens are always on prime time, and, and you'll yeah. see John Harbaugh say, Lamar, you want to go? And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. So I love that trust they have in the quarterback to make that decision like that. So that's, well, did he ever say no? Uh, I mean, right. Can no, you, can punt you the ball, no? coach. Yeah, no, no, you know, yeah, you know, I know I, I had a quarterback that wouldn't even want the, the field goal kicker on the field. <laughs> so, yeah, hell. Fourth and 18, Danny, what do you want to do? <laughs> We're throwing the football. Anymore. I got to play for that. I got to play that. Exactly right. I got to play for that, you know. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting night, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just happy. I, what, what I'm looking forward to seeing is how do we come back after this victory? Yes. What do we do this week to get ready? Now, hopefully it's be obviously 
hopefully most teams this type of year, time of year should have no pads on, do mostly mental reps. You got to go out there and loosen up still, like after any event you do as a team. You got to go out there and run, and you still got to lift a little bit this week. Yeah, but at the same time, though, most of the stuff should be just helmets, going out there with some mental reps, you know, going some walkthroughs. I'd be out on the field a little bit more just in walkthrough more than I would be as, as a practice team uh, because a lot of film to watch. Uh, there's a lot of film to watch. Completely different style team than what we just saw this past week. In fact, they do every single week. We're a different style yeah, team. Yeah, like than this what? team wins games Cor- as opposed yeah. to the one we just <laughs> played. Well, yeah, well. They got Tyrod Taylor back, though. Usually a lightning rod for those guys or any team that we play against. So, so we'll see. It's going to be a, a short week for everybody, uh, but get ready. We just got to tackle. And uh, it was good to see Bake back out there today. Agreed. You know what I mean? And he and came and back he strong. He I thought well. it was he the best he looked yep. all year. Yep. He did. So I'm, I'm – because we're going to need Baker. When you got a guy like Lamar Jackson out there, you need a guy like Baker out there able to make plays. We got to make sure we can change the edges. We got we to gotta stay in our lanes. You know, Jalen, you know, Phillips and, and Agba, they've got to make sure they're, they're want to try to get at him, but they better make sure they can maintain that contain out there. Edge, huh? And we got to make sure the inside is taken care of. You talk about playing man-to-man, do not turn your back on Lamar Jackson. If you turn your back, he's going to tuck it and run every time. And, and open field. Anybody, the best tacklers in the NFL, are going to have a hard time getting down. I think it's a great time to see Holland and Jones kind of come into their own here at this point of the season because it's going to be all about running probably more dime yeah. defense and getting DBs in the field deal with Lamar Jackson. And also, people are upset about this ugly win. The reason I really wanted this win among just rooting for the Dolphins was it gives us a chance on Thursday night to change the narrative because you come out here at Hard Rock Stadium and beat the Ravens, no one's going to talk about ugly wins or anything like that. It's going to be a great win. Just if you win, get baby. Yep. I agree. Just I win, agree. baby. And we talk about our, our safeties, the way they were coming today, a lot of things off the edge we Nick Needham off the edge. I might want to bring him up the gut this week against. And just don't let him get out, right? Exactly just keep him right. In there, exactly. Contain here and bring our, our athletes up the gut that can get him in a one on one inside that elevator shaft, I like to call it. So we'll all break right. it all down on the drive time podcast this week. We're going to have a short, condensed week because of the short week. So no Wednesday deep dive. Wednesday will be the preview show. Thursday we'll recap the whole thing and we'll do the all 22, I think, on Friday, maybe Saturday. We'll find out about that. Seth, what's coming up on the Fish Tank Podcast? Run of wideouts here with some DBs coming up here in a row Well, now. we did have a run of wideouts. We had to go to the other side of the ball, not because of a Sean Wooden text <laughs> or anything like that. But you saw, you saw some turnovers today. Well, a guy who definitely liked to get a turnover or two, Terrell Buckley. T-Buck dives into the tank, took a break after team meetings, coaching out at Ole Miss. <laughs> and he jumped, he jumped awesome. on with us. And, uh, man, T-Buck is one of my all-time favorites. He was a lot of fun. My you brother-in-law. Guys, my brother-in-law. He is your brother-in-law, and we discussed that. Oh, Family that. on the show. Keep it rolling, guys. I'm loving the podcast <laughs> this year. It's been a lot of fun to hear you guys do your thing and, and kind of take it to another level, it seems like, this year. I just I think you're killing it. Same so keep, for you, Trav. Keep Thank it rolling. You, Appreciate it, Juice. And also thanks to our executive producer and booth producer, Alejandro Solana, our studio producers, Robert Griepert and Matthew Wilson, game ball from Matt Wilson. Our radio booth engineer was Stephen J. Gray. Our post-game engineer was Steph, the specialist. The specialist. Let's throw him a game ball, too. Yeah, For buddy. OJ McDuffie and Seth Levin, I am Travis Wingfield. The final score of today's game, Dolphins 17, Texans 9. Dolphins football is going to be back on the air Thursday night. The Dolphins will host the Baltimore Ravens for Thursday night football. Kickoff is at 8.20 p.m. This has been the Miami Dolphins postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.